You are listening to Concert Blast. Time takes a cigarette, puts it in your mouth. You pull on your finger, then another finger, then cigarette. The water wall is calling, it lingers, then you forget. My name is Dave Murphy. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. You're listening to Concert Blast. I'm Sean Spur from Santa Cruz, California, and you are listening to Concert Blast. Hey, this is Tiffany from Goodlitzville, Tennessee, and you're listening to ConcertBlast.com. Hi, I'm Ricky from Panama, and you're listening to my friends in Concert Blast. I'm George from Madrid, Spain. Are you listening to Concert Blast? I'm Noah Celestia from Brooklyn, New York, and you're listening to Concert Blast. I'm Cliff Johnson from Jersey, and you all are listening to Concert Blast. There's something wrong with the world today I don't know what it is Something's wrong with our eyes We're seeing things in a different way And God knows it ain't His It sure ain't no surprise Hi and welcome to Concert Blast. This is Mike Arnold along with Tom Thompson and Brian Hasbrook. Hello guys. Hey man, what's going on? Well, we're sitting here at my patio in my backyard. It's a wonderful evening. Yes it is. It's, it's like 68 degrees out here in Nashville, Tennessee. That's Today's going to be a different, a very different podcast. It's going to be about dead people. Dead the people who are no longer with us. And uh, we have some, some emails of people who said they've missed different ones Mm -hmm. we have a list of uh, some strange very strange uh, and peculiar deaths we also have some that are questionable Mm -hmm. then we have most of them they're just plain stupid what I mean by that? <laughs> yeah. Tell us what you mean by that, Mike. Don't sugarcoat it, Mike. <laughs> That's right. People who will go out there and drink alcohol and take drugs and do it together and do it over and over and over and over, they're going to die. That's yes, right, you know. <laughs> Hello. We're all going to oh, die, on. but they're going to die I think first. we've all drunk so much that we passed out and threw up and tried to swallow it. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. That's my goal in life. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about those individuals a little later, but um, uh, for right now, this is our very very first podcast for the month of March. Okay, so today is what we're going to talk about is the people we miss. And uh, what we're going to do, we'll just go through. We all have a list of ourselves that we've researched and uh, come up with some some of the details of how people died and, and who they are and uh, how old they were. Tell you what, the older I get, the younger these people died. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Yep. I tell you, there's all kinds of people. And you know some that uh, everybody misses Keith Moon. Everybody misses Keith Moon. You better believe it. Yes, they do. Brian and I saw Uh, Keith Moon with the Who back in 70, was it 5? 75 or 76. 75 or 76. But it was was the Who who by numbers. Oh, it was the Who by numbers? But I tell you what, man, what a great performer. The whole band's good, but Keith Moon. A lot of people don't give him enough credit for being the fantastic drummer he was. He is so subtle in a lot of things he does. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, you got to listen tightly to his music because he's doing a lot of stuff, and we can vouch for that by watching him. Oh, uh, we, yeah. We, we saw, and the guy was a maniac on stage. He'd stand on top of his drum set. <laughs> He was. <laughs> and, and, and scream at the crowd and throw drumsticks at him and uh, yeah he was he was a fabulous and he came out there in that uh, you remember that OSO oh yeah the uh, SO yeah, jumpsuit jumpsuit like oh. he was a mechanic working on your car oh and, yeah we loved it wow. I, I remember Mike you know, he looks like one <laughs> I, I remember <laughs> for about a month after that Mike was looking for one of them outfits to buy. oh yeah it was white I remember it, oh, it was white man. it had all the uh, uh, labels and decals on it yeah I, uh, anyway you got any information about Keith Moon I sure do man um as they say i mean the cause of death was he choked on his own vomit oh. after ODing on some pills man you know that's that's tough i mean he was he died on september 7th 1978 which makes him only 32 years old my goodness and i heard the pills that he was taking was prescription pills to keep him from wanting to drink alcohol and he took too many wow. of them. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Thirty-two at one at one time. I would think well, your stomach would have got full before you could take that many. <laughs> right after <laughs> his girlfriend so. cooked him a steak yep. breakfast. Exactly a steak dinner right. for breakfast. And he pops 32 pills. He lays down to take a nap. About 3.40 in the afternoon, he doesn't wake up. And his girlfriend just tried and tried to wake him up. But guess what? That 32. That's not going to happen. Not going to happen. You know, I just don't know what can get in somebody's mind that, okay, well, maybe three, four, but... Well, I can still say, I mean, despite what he did to himself, I do miss the guy. I think uh, uh, World missed a great entertainer when he decided uh, to uh, do that to himself. Yeah. And to us. And uh, to everybody. Mm -hmm. To everybody. Now, let's remember him right now, listening to some of his drum beats. Oh, yes. Man. Nice. You miss nice. that, don't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Not too I many can, can imitate him, man. man you, and won't get fooled again when he does that drum beat. <laughs> I just, man, I love that. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Brian, you got something there? Well, I got so much to choose from. You just want me to grab one? Grab one. Just grab, grab right. one. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to start. Well, okay. I'm going to go with what Tom said. All right. What Tom said. I'm going to go favorite performer, well, with well, one of Tom's favorites, and I know he's one of ours, is Mr. Bon Scott of ACDC. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, of course, Bon Scott was born in Scotland July 9th, 1946. He was born on July 9th, 1946, and he passed away on February 19th, 1980. He's been gone 26 years. That's amazing. And uh, I think we all remember him as the lead singer of ACDC. Absolutely. How can you not? The lead singer. He was a major. He was a world-class front man. He really was. uh, Unfortunately, he passed away uh, tragically, uh, self-induced. He went uh, to a club in London. I, th- I, um, I can't remember the name of the club. I do have it here somewhere. But he went to a club in London and uh, just went out drinking with some buddies, and I think he said he was going to take a nap in his car. Well, he took a nap, basically started vomiting, and yes. choked to death. 
Mm. And he was found the next morning dead in his car. Mm. And I thought for sure that that was the end of ACDC. Oh, I did too. So we, mean, ju- we had just seen him, uh, what, a couple years, a year, maybe a year before. Tennessee Theater. Yeah, yeah in Nashville, yeah. Tennessee. We saw him in 79. Oh, yeah. man. So, uh, sure did. It had it, not been that long since we seen him. We heard that. He said, well, that's it. Yeah. That hurt. Yeah. I mean, really that hurt, did. Cause they were on the climb. They were really rocking at that point. And I tell you what, Brian Johnson moving in. I got to say, he really. I, I was dreading really... that album. You know, the uh, Back in Black album. That's exactly right. First of all, I didn't like the name after what happened to Bon Scott. Yeah. Back true. in Black, you That's know. That's true. And uh, and second of all, when they and I said, I don't know if I want to listen to this guy sing, but when I heard. Shoot me all night long. Uh-huh. Back in black. Yes. <laughs> I mean, good grief! I like this guy better. It was shaking. <laughs> well, I don't know about better. I mean, uh, he is different. Different. I, well, is I was right saying, he is different. Uh, Bond. Bond was very unique. He was. Uh, he was a showman. I, I personally loved his voice. Yes. And it, it's hard for me to. It was hard for me to even give Brian Johnson a chance. Oh, really? Exactly uh, right. It really was. I used to almost make fun of him and say, Listen, that's crazy, voice. That's awful. <laughs> what do you think Bon Scott had? <laughs> yeah, but it was, it, was, it was... Don't talk about Bon. That's right, man. That's right. <laughs> you don't want me to come across that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed I enjoyed Bon Scott, though. Uh, when we saw him at one time, he's a great entertainer. Oh, yeah. There, yes. there, there's little memos of us writing about him. Uh, did y'all know he was actually in the Australian Army? Oh, really? For a short period right? of time. Uh-huh. Wow. But he was... Uh, Kicked out for social issues. Whatever that means. <laughs> that means you exactly. didn't play well with others. <laughs> but uh, you can get along with others, no, huh? Couldn't get. And uh, he actually met up with uh, Angus and uh, Malcolm. Oh yeah. Uh, when he was doing like chauffeur work. Hmm. And oh, wow. he started becoming good friends with them, and I guess they heard him, wanted him, and they wanted to, I guess, ditch their old late singer, and that's how they got together. And, you know, all the rest is history. But let's remember this song in honor of Bond Scott. And the bagpipes. Oh. He actually played the bagpipes group or something. Another entertainer that I missed, we only saw once, but I tell you what, I, I really enjoyed the show. Didn't know much about the music at that time, which was our fa- one of my favorite front men after seeing that show. It's Steve Marriott from Humble Pie. Oh, Humble Pie. Ooh, yeah. Man. Steve's gone. Steve burned up in his own house. <laughs> That's scary. A house fire, and uh, yeah, oh. Oh. he was born in 1947 mm-hmm. in London, and he uh, and he died April 20th in ni- 1991. Brian, so yeah, he's been dead a while. You didn't know that, huh? Wow, I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steve, I gone. loved Humble Pie. Yeah, I, oh, I love yeah. that band. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Thunderbox. Thunderbox. Oh, wow. Thunderbox. When I first heard Thunderbox, I said, this is dynamite right here. I don't need no doctor. <laughs> <laughs>
And, you know, while we're speaking of dead people, how about, you know, Jerry Garcia of the Grateful Dead? I mean, yeah. definitely one of the original rock and roll guys out there. Of course, you know, a lot of people, the cult behind them is, the, they call them the Deadheads, of course. Yeah. Jerry was only 53 years old. He um, died on August 9th, 1995. Heroin's what got him, you know. And, of course, he, you know, he experimented on just about every drug out there, but... Heroin got a hold of him finally. Well, I tell you what, I never was a deadhead. I don't like long drug out solos. It's, I feel like someone could play three songs at the time they could play that one. And it gets boring after a while. Yeah. But you got to say one thing about dead fans. They're some of the most heavy dedicated. duty. Dedicated, yes. I'll follow you to the ends of the earth kind of people you ever want to meet. They sold out every show they performed. That's amazing. Well, Think that's the way. It. I mean, they never even had a really heavily charged single. Till like Touch of Grey, I think. Touch of Grey was the very first charted single. Yeah. Mm. Don't look at trucking. Well, trucking. Trucking, but. But that didn't make it to the top. That I don't know how high it got. Think. No, I don't think it made it to the top 20 anyway. Trucking. Got my chips cashed in. Keep trucking. Like the doodah man together. More or less in line. Just keep trucking. Oh, oh, I think one is very good controversy, and that's uh, Brian Jones from the Rolling Stones. You know, he wrote some of their songs, but they never the songs that he wrote never never did anything. Jagger and Richards, of course, that's they, they were the songwriting team. Yeah, uh, he had drug problems too. By early of June 1969, that's what it says here. The original junkie rock star uh, was enough of a <laughs> a drug casualty that that they booted him out of the band. Yeah, that's now a month bad. later. He was found dead. I thought he drowned in the swimming pool. Yeah, he did. He was depressed. He didn't kick out of the band again. Well, I told you once and I told you twice. But you never listen to my advice. You don't try very hard to please me. But what you know, it should be easy. Well, this All right, I, I'm going to kind of combine a couple guys, okay, if you don't mind. It's because something's very coincidental to both of them. Uh, the first one is a gentleman who took the place of Peter Chris in Kiss. The gentleman's Eric, name is mm, Eric Carr. Yes. He was born in Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> Brooklyn. And on uh, July 12th, 1950, and he sadly passed away on November 24th, 1991, of a cerebral hemorrhage. Uh, which is very sad because uh, obviously he was only 41 years old when wow. he passed away. Consequentially, another gentleman who has got to be one of our favorites of all times. I know it is y'all's. The gentleman was born on September 5th, 1946, in Stonetown, Zanzibar. The gentleman's name is Freddie Mercury of Queen. Oh, man. man. I miss Freddie. And he and Eric Carr 
passed away on the same day, November 24th, 1991. I did not know that. Wow. And, of course, for, uh, Freddie, as we all know, died of AIDS. Complications. Complications. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, the poor old, uh, people who get AIDS normally die of pneumonia. Pneumonia, yeah. And, exactly. uh, because their immune system is just totally shot. Yeah. Right. I was told a million times of all the troubles in my way. Mind you grow a little wise, a little better every day. Right now we got, uh, of course, Brian May and Roger Taylor. Taylor, Taylor, and I don't know who's John Deacon. Bass. John Deacon. Yeah. I thought John Deacon. Oh, John Deacon's not with him. He's right. not John with Deacon's him. No. Yeah. Uh, Paul Rogers. Uh, they are now touring as Queen, coming soon to a town near you, not Nashville, of course not, no, but uh, to a town near some of Somebody. you other guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you, both of these guys are greatly missed. Actually, uh, Eric Carr is uh, deemed by some people as uh, one of the most favorite drummers in Kiss. Of course, uh, he has been uh, gone for some time. And Freddie, uh, I'll tell you, I got I got to be honest. There ain't nobody gonna take. He he's got to be one of my uh, my absolute favorite frontmen. I mean, there's nobody who took a stage like that man. You're right. There I mean, he nobody. was the showman. Brian was the kind of guy when we were young that would go out and say, you know what, I like that album cover. I think I'm going to buy it. Yeah. And he brought home Queen. And the first thing I said was, you want me to listen to a rock band called Queen? Queen? <laughs> Why can't they name themselves King? That's right. <laughs> That's, well, you that's were what looking, you would think. You even looked at the lettering a little funny. Is that an N on the end? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I said, what in the Please. world did you buy? And then you listened to it. And I heard, keep yourself alive. Oh, yes. Oh, man. man. And, Lie uh-huh. All uh-huh. come down to, to see the, the Lord Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I, I love you, man. that. Oh, man, I forgot that. <laughs> that, was, that was by far the biggest musicians that could really just wail it out there, man, I tell you. And remember what they always used to put on their old albums? No synths. No synthesizers whatsoever. Yep. Every one of the old albums they used to put on there. That's right. The old albums now. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. I disappeared about about after the fourth album, well, you're probably right. The top forty. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I tell you, uh, Eric Carr, brother, we miss you. Yes, um, we do. Uh, and Freddie, I mean, I know the world misses you. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, God bless you both. Next up, guys. All right, man. I got the king of rock and roll guitar players. Oh, Ted Nugent died. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing better than Jimi Hendrix, guys. Oh, yeah. Well, as far as showman goes, I don't know. I'm not a guitar player. So, to me, he doesn't look like he's that good of a guitarist, to be honest with you, compared to the others. Well, you got to think about in but his he's a time showman. there. Yeah, he is a showman there. Yeah. and I mean, he could really make that guitar do some screaming back then where a lot of people hadn't perfected that yet. Yeah, and, and he he perfected the feedback stuff That's right. and all that. That's exactly right. And remember, he opened for the monkeys. He sure did. That's he got booed every night. He got booed by a bunch of little teeny boppers <laughs> yes. every night. Yeah. Actually, I would have loved to have seen the monkeys. Oh, man. Well, hey, hey. <laughs> well, let me, let me tell you what happened with Jimmy. Um, on September 17th, he decided... Decided to take a few sleeping pills, like a lot of other people, and not one or two again. He took nine. Reportedly, he took nine sleeping pills, and guess what? He went to sleep. 
Uh, and he didn't wake up? And he didn't wake up, and his girlfriend found um, some vomit around his mouth, and they tried getting him going, and he was declared dead the next day. So he died on September 18, 1970. This man was only 27 years old. Wow. I mean, that is young, you know. Wow. And he was the guitarist of the days, and people say that he that he's one of the best guitarists that they've ever heard. People that are young now, you know. He's definitely missed, no doubt about it. No doubt. Uh-huh. I, you know, I've always said I, I liked him better as a songwriter. I like his song. Definitely writing. had some good songs. I mean, he, I think he can just take someone's song and redo it. And, uh, uh, it sound like a. Like it, it sound like somebody wrote the song brand new all over. There must be some kind of way out of here. Say the joker to the thief. There's too much confusion. I can't get no relief. Did I say this? I might say this before, but Paul McCartney. I was watching the interview of Paul McCartney, and he said they just they just released Sergeant Pepper's, or they were going to release it that week. He got an early copy somehow, and he was playing a club in in England. He said in the crowd was Pete Townsend, Eric Clapton, Paul McCartney. All these people were in in this club to see Jimi Hendrix perform. He started off with Sergeant Pepper's. <laughs> you gotta be kidding! <laughs> it hadn't me. been released yet, and Paul McCartney was going nuts. He oh, said, "Man, he that's the way I want to play it." <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> that <laughs> is he something just else. He did his song. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool to hear Hendrix play Sergeant Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Oh yeah. man, mm. he found out. He found out McCartney was in the crowd. Yeah. And I'll tell you another one that we missed, too, that he came to Nashville once, I think, at Vanderbilt, and we never got a chance to see him. And, and we were talking to uh, Will Rambeau, a friend of ours who's a songwriter here in town. He said he had the opportunity and the privilege to show Joe Strummer around Nashville when he was in town. Wow. And uh, he said, what a great guy. He died, you know, Joe Strummer died of a heart attack in 2002. Oh. He was about the age of 50. I love their stuff, man. London Calling, what a killer. Right. You know, but he was, just started his new band, and uh, they were getting some recognition, and then it ended. Man, oh man, Tom, you and Mike just been talking about guitar, so I'm going to kind of keep with that theme. Uh, I'm going to say uh, a couple bands this gentleman is with, and I'm, I'm sure you might recognize them before I give give you out the name. This gentleman had played with David Bowie in the Spiders from Mars mm-hmm. portion of the, their earlier career. Uh, this gentleman was born May 26, 1946 in Hull, Yorkshire, England. Of course, I'm talking about Mick Ronson. And I believe, Mike, did, didn't you actually meet Mick Ronson yeah, one time had, in a club I had downtown. the privilege to meet Mick You're Ronson. kidding. Wow. Uh, I was down at the exit end one night, and Jimmy Hall was playing. And uh, he came down to see to see Jimmy Hall. 
and he wanted to talk to him. He was in town talking to the White Animals about producing an album. Wow. And you talking about a friendly guy. He laughed and joked with me, and he was like, he was like a guy that was like my neighbor or something. Just said, I can't believe I'm talking to Mick Ronson, because I was a big David Bowie fan in those days. When he uh, introduced himself to me, and we talked, and we talked, and we talked all night long. <laughs> he, and I told him about, hey, man, I had that album of yours. Slaughter on 10th Slaughter on Avenue. Tenth Avenue. Wow. He goes, you're, you're the one that bought that. <laughs> <laughs> you were the one. <laughs> I remember that album. I, wow. I, that was a cool cover. He had Love Me Tender on there. Oh, the cover real? of Elvis Presley's you're Love Me Tender. Me. Yeah. Wow. And then we talked to him about, uh, I talked to him about uh, Ian Hunter. Because of oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Hunter. As, of course, he was with Mata Hoople also for uh, a little bit. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, it was not Mata Hoople. It was it Hunter was Ronson. Ian Hunter and Mick Ronson. Yeah, yeah. And so they did I a great mistaken, live album. Gentlemen. I wow. Mistaken. Yeah. But unfortunately, Mick Ronson passed away on April 29th, 1993, of uh, liver failure. And he was mm. just 46. Mm. Just 46. I miss wow. that guy. Actually, in his hometown of Hull, Yorkshire, England, they constructed a, an outside stage in the center uh, center park of Hull is known as the Mick Ronson Memorial Stage. Oh, wow. Uh, and you'll find a lot of these things. We might not mention them all, but a lot of these guys have got memorials, monuments uh, of varied types in their hometowns. Mm. But you'll find that about him. But Mick Ronson, you are sadly, sadly missed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, to have a, have a rock star to die is one thing. But to have one who doesn't mind talking to anybody, anywhere, any fan, yeah. to take his time out to do that. And that's that's the kind of guys that Absolutely. I miss. They're, they're down to earth, no doubt. Well, let's switch. We haven't talked about any dead bass players yet. Let's probably say um, the most well-known um, John Entwistle. Oh yeah, uh, of the Who, man. I tell you, man, he was he was definitely one of the best bass players out there. Unfortunately, um, he died on June twenty seventh, two thousand two. He was staying at the um, Hard Rock Cafe Hotel in Las Vegas, and um, he was scheduled actually to perform, and they found him dead in his hotel room. And, and I, they went on without him, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the, which was, I thought, very cold. Yeah. But I mean, they said that's the way he wanted it, would have wanted well, it. Well, that's that's exactly the quote here. Mm-hmm. It says that, yeah, Roger and Pete um, both said that's John would have wanted us to keep going on, and they know him probably better than anybody. And I told, we talked about uh, Keith Moon and what a showman he was, but John Entwistle is another gentleman. Never got the credit for being the player he was. Oh, that guy, if you ever watched him play, he, he was he was very focused on his play, but his hand, his playing hand that strummed the strings, moved so fast you couldn't even see them. I mean, yep. uh, just, uh, just listen to the bass in my generation. That is nothing compared to what he did live. unbelievable i can't i can't make the noise as fast as he played <laughs> well i'll bring up another bass player then okay i'll bring up one that you are gonna go oh man i miss him phil line of thin lizzie you're exactly oh. right there man <laughs> miss him oh, oh yeah. really miss him man i tell you what we were very very pleased to be able to see him live he was absolutely fabulous we i mean he four. could really you know if anybody anybody who's been in a band know that it's hard to be able to play and sing at the same time and this guy you know lead bass man i tell you what he could knock it out and sing and very well impressed us no doubt guess who just got back today they're wild now. 
quiet voice that had been away Haven't changed, had much to say But man, I still think them cats are crazy They were asking if you were around How you was, where you could be found I told them you were living downtown Driving all the old men crazy But he always had drug problems all his life. And he's from Ireland. He had uh, a wife and kids that he left behind. He died. He was born in 49, by the way, August 20th, 1949, uh, in Birmingham, England. And he died uh, January 4th, 1986. And it says the uh, cause of death was an accident overdose. That was Birmingham. 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 Something like that. He's from Ireland. He said all Ireland mourned. And, uh, but how do you have an accidental overdose? You see what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, you, you're swallowing the pills, there, buddy. You know, <laughs> and I don't. Nothing's accidental, is it? Yeah, I don't. I don't you know, it might sound better by saying that, you know, and, and you know, you know, it is what it is, I guess. I don't, I don't think none of them are intentionally trying to kill themselves. That's no, the I don't yeah, think that's so the accident. Yeah, yeah. I think you're exactly right there. It's like hitting yourself in the head with a sledgehammer. You probably didn't mean to do that. No. You know? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, right, Brian, what you got? A gentleman of the South. I'm thinking of one right now. Yeah, a gentleman yes. of the South. I mean, who do you want to hear? Oh, Ronnie Van Zandt. Uh, Mr. Ronnie exactly Van Zandt, the oh, uh, late, great lead singer of Leonard Skinner, and we saw them in their prime numerous times. Yes. Uh, Ronnie was born on January 15, 1948. Uh, everybody here knows how they passed away. Yep. Uh, October 20th, 1977. I love Ronnie's quote that was in one of the uh, music magazines. He says, there's only two people I'm scared of in this world. He said, that's Roger Daltrey <laughs> and Charlie Daniels. Oh, wow. <laughs> he said, those two guys, you don't want to get mad. I bet you don't. <laughs> And I'm going, I know it's hard for me to imagine, because you see Roger Daltrey smiling all the time, and you see Charlie Daniels being a happy-go-lucky. Yeah, you would never but think. But these, these guys knew each other personally, <laughs> deep down, and they know. Oh, yeah, we used to hear about uh, Skinner, these guys getting in fist fights when they disagreed with each other. They, they, they were just like That's us growing yeah. up as friends. They, they, you know, they just go at it when they uh, did not like each other and fought it out and got it settled right then and there. I'll tell you, I've never had a conversation with Artemis Pilot. He didn't bring up Ronnie Van Zandt. Oh, yeah. Talk that. about yes. a man who respects. Yes. I mean, uh, there's a Artemis, I know you, if you hear this, I know how much you love and miss the gentleman, and, as all of us do. Of course, we know he died tragically in a plane crash, as, along with several other members. The plane uh, carrying the band was going from Greenville, South Carolina, to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and crashed just outside Gillsburg, Mississippi. Of course, it took 
not only Van Zant with him, but uh, fellow bandmates Steve and Cassie Gaines. Yes. Mm-hmm. Assistant road manager Dean Kilpatrick, pilot Walter McCreary, and co-pilot William Gray. Everybody else survived, although they were all seriously injured. And that's what makes it tragic, you know, when something like that happens unexpectedly, you know, it's just, you know, you're going, wow, man. There's another gentleman from the wonderful state of Texas that had passed away in a tragic accident. A gentleman born in Dallas, Texas on October 3rd, 1954, Mr. Stephen or Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yes. Mm-hmm. A premier guitarist. Uh, I really enjoyed watching Absolutely. him. Now I enjoyed watching him on certain songs, but he, like I said, he's another one of those that can drag a song out for about yeah. ten days. Yep, <laughs> gets caught in the moment. He just he just gets into it. Yep, and he and he just stays there. So, sometimes he stayed a little too long. Yeah, but I mean he could always uh, still make it work. Yeah, so, uh, definitely. I saw him two weeks before he died. He wow. came to Starwood with Joe Cocker. And uh, Sandra and I went to see the show, and uh, well, like I said, you know how I don't like drug out songs? We end up leaving early. <laughs> <laughs> you get tired of it after a while, man. That's the kind of deep, a lot of it. Yeah, you were about him. Uh, but <laughs> That's right. That's but I love, what's it, Scuttle Button? Oh, Scuttle Button. Yeah. Couldn't stand the weather. Oh, yeah. The gentleman was so dearly loved in Texas that if you ever happen to get down to Austin, they actually have a uh, Vaughn Memorial outside of uh, town like, I think it's Auditorium, with a statue of him right outside the Auditorium. Wow. Wow. Uh, Pretty cool. But, uh, you know, of course, tragically, like the members of Leonard Skinner, he died in a crash. He died in a helicopter crash on August 27, 1990, in East Troy, Wisconsin, following a concert at the Alpine Music Valley Theater, where he had earlier performed with Robert Cray, Buddy Guy, Eric Clapton, and, and his older brother, Jimmy Vaughn. Wow. And then, amazingly, like, was it Buddy Holly? Uh, where, died in a plane crash? Died in a plane crash where somebody gave up his seat. Mm-hmm. It said it was Eric Clapton who gave up his seat on the helicopter to Stevie. I like Ooh, that one. That, that, that's they, a little that, eerie. That's an eerie one. That is eerie. Now, what it was is Buddy Holly was on the on the plane. It was the young guy that did La Bamba. Richie Valens uh, was sick. He had the flu or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Waylon Jennings was Buddy Holly's bass player. And he <laughs> says, I'll ride the bus. You get on the plane. Wow. Yeah. And then the plane crashed. So it could have been, it could have been Waylon. It could have been Waylon. Yeah. It could have been Eric Clapton. That's it right. It could have been Eric Clapton. It just wasn't their time. Wow, wow. Tragically, I know I will miss him. I tell you, when I found out he died, I actually actually teared up. I choked up, man. Because I loved his playing. That's tough. Absolutely loved it. Thank you for listening to Concert Blast this week, and we uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in. What we're going to do, we're going to pick this up again next week because there's a few more that we want to talk about. We'll probably play some little bit clips of music. We don't want to uh, you know, play a full song or anything. There you go. <laughs> but right. uh, we'll play some clips uh, and uh, just for, so you'll remember them better. When you send your emails to us, don't say, I can't believe you forgot this because there's so much we can forget. That's right. We can go on and on <laughs> well, I mean, every, and on. Every time we do a show like this, everybody gets sends us emails. I can't believe you didn't mention so You forgot that. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. I tell you, if we wanted to, we could pick five people and talk for an hour and a half. Yes. Oh, easily. Yes, uh, easily. We've got to cut some people out because of the time limit. Exactly but uh, right. th- these are just several guys that that came up and we list. wanted to cover. Until next time, this is Mike saying so long. Tom saying goodbye, guys. And Brian. God bless you, everybody. Yay. See ya. 
I wanna thank you for letting me be myself again. <laughs> 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 <laughs>